Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Josh Davis filling in for Pastor Brad Davis. It's my joy and privilege to get to be with you. Thank you so much for tuning in and making this a part of your day. Well, Ezekiel 38 and 39, a lot of questions have been asked about this passage since the events of October 7th and the attack, the terrorist attack on Israel took place. And people are wondering, where does this fit into Bible prophecy? Does Ezekiel 38 and 39 have a role? I'm not necessarily going to speak directly about the war and about those things. Many other people have done that already. But I do want to help us have a framework to better understand passages like Ezekiel 38 and 39. And there's some people like C.I. Schofield who present a view in his famous Schofield Study Bible that I think is less than helpful. And I know he's got many wonderful notes, many wonderful comments to make, but when it comes to his comments on Ezekiel 38, I find it very less than helpful, and I'm going to explain why I say that in just a few minutes. So I invite you to stay tuned as we continue on with the program today. I first want to invite you to connect with us at our website. That's AntiochBristol.com. You can also reach out to us by phone. Area code 276 That's 276-669-4030. And we would love to have you connect with us. In fact, you never have to miss another minute of this Answers from Antioch program. You can find it on various podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Just simply search Answers from Antioch on those platforms and you can subscribe and you'll automatically receive the downloads every time a new program is uploaded to those sites. Also on our church website, you'll find ways to watch and go back and re-watch some of our past programs, well, I should say services, uh, church services that we have Sunday morning, Sunday evening church services that you can go back and watch those as well. Many ways you can connect with us through our website. Again, that's AntiochBristol.com. Now, we've been saying this is just over a week away. Poet Voices and Brother Phil Cross will be here singing on Sunday, November the 12th at 5 p.m. at Sunday evening, November the 12th, 5 p.m. Brother Phil Cross and Poet Voices will be here. We'd love to have you come and worship with us on that special night. Now let's turn to Ezekiel 38 and 39. Many questions have been asked about this passage, and I want to, instead of jumping straight into the content of the passage, talk a little bit about how do we explore this kind of passage and where does it fit in. Now, Every, every, every passage must be taken in its original biblical context. Context is one of the key rules when it comes to interpreting and correctly handling God's Word. It's like they say in real estate, the three most important rules are location, location, location. 
Well, the three most important rules in Bible studies, context, context, context. Unfortunately, people aren't always consistent with applying that methodology. And that's where we get into some serious trouble. I mentioned in my introduction, C.I. Schofield as a case in point. He may be, uh, and I know he does have some, some powerful points other places, but this is one area in this in his comments where I feel like he really misses the mark. Now, Schofield passed away in 1921, and here we are over a hundred years later. And uh, I would just want I just say that simply to say that Israel didn't come back into the land and exist as a nation until 1948. Many people considered that to be an impossibility, even in the year of Schofield's death, 1921. It seemed to be far-fetched dream or goal or just an impossibility at that point, but it wasn't. And so this is Schofield's commentary on Ezekiel 38, as recorded in his famous Schofield Study Bible. And he says that the primary reference is to northern European powers. He's talking about Gog and Magog, headed up by Russia, all agree. And where we stand over 100 years later from that comment, I don't necessarily think that's true. But there's other fish to fry, bigger fish to fry, and we're going to continue on with those. He continues, the whole passage should be read in connection with, and he lists some various passages. He says, Gog is the prince, Magog is his land. The reference to Meshach and Tubal, and then he puts it in brackets or in parentheses, Moscow and Tobolsk, is a clear mark of identification. Russia and the northern powers have been the latest persecutors of dispersed Israel. Remember, this was written prior to 1921, prior to Israel coming back as a nation. They're still scattered at the point that Schofield made these comments. And it is congruous both with divine justice, as should fall at the climax of the last mad attempt to exterminate the remnant of Israel in Jerusalem. Now, this is prior to World War II, prior to Hitler, prior to all these various things that we have the blessing of looking back through history, and I should say the advantage, perhaps not the blessing. But the point that I want to make is how he treats uh, Meshach and Tubal as Moscow and Tobolsk. He doesn't offer up a ton of comment there, but he does say that Moscow and Tobolsk or are uh, what is mentioned here as Tubal and Meshach in verse number 2 of Ezekiel 38. Now, I think that he's really reading into the text. Just because they sound similar to the English ear, Magog, Moscow, Tubal, Tobolsk, that does not mean that that is the interpretation. He's reading it back into the text, taking current cities. He was taking current geopolitical situations from his day and reading those back into the text of Scripture that impacted his interpretation of this passage of Scripture. And it's still impacting interpreters uh, 100 years later when the geopolitical situation has vastly, vastly changed. Like I said, World War 
too happened since that time. And we see that Israel came back into the land and we see what's happening today. So we can't always read our geopolitical climate back into scripture and and we shouldn't do that. We need to understand what did Ezekiel say? Who were these people when Ezekiel was writing these things? What does the Bible have to say about Magog, about Gog, about Meshech and Tubal? How does the Bible identify these people, these places? Does the Bible tell us anything else about where they could have been or who they could have been? And we see that Scripture does speak more about these. This isn't the only place where these names are mentioned in the text of Scripture. And so we got to do our due diligence, go back and study these out. You'll see that Meshach and Tubal are descendants of Japheth, one of Noah's sons. I believe it's in Genesis chapter 10 where it first mentions Meshach and Tubal. And then as it unfolds throughout Scripture, the picture is painted just to summarize briefly what the picture is that perhaps they settled in what would be modern-day eastern Turkey to parts of Iran to possibly parts of southernmost Russia, but maybe not even Russia. There's places like the country of Georgia that are there around the Caspian Sea and the Black Sea around this area of modern-day Turkey. And so this seems to be the region where they were inhabited. This is over a thousand miles away from Moscow. But the danger I want to warn us of today is the danger of taking what we currently understand from the geopolitical climate and pressing that into Scripture. Because as Schofield made this what I believe to be a mistake in Bible interpretation by reading his current geopolitical climate back into the scripture, that's still impacting biblical interpreters 100 plus years after he penned that. And dear friend, these ideas that we have do have consequences that could impact people generations after us. So we need to be sure we do our due diligence in studying Scripture in its proper context and understanding what is going on here in this context. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at AntiochBristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.